Thanks for choosing Boomers with Beverages. Once again, we're recording live at AJ's Bar and Grill on Fall Creek Road in Indianapolis as we continue our conversation with Dave Dugan. And growing up, too, because, I mean, for folks that are not familiar with the area that we're talking about, Carmel, Indiana, probably from about, what, the mid-70s, late-70s, got definitely the word went out that this was the up-and-coming city, the up-and-coming place to be and live in central Indiana. And Because I remember when we left Detroit, mm-hmm. my dad and I, when we moved down here after my mom and my brother passed away, we came to down here. To, he worked for uh, a company, and the guy that... Uh, ran it his uh, son-in-law was eventually mark herman who was the quarterback oh, okay. yeah. for the colts so we lived mm. in that the big the lake lake, lake shore neighborhood sure. i think is what it, was that where your dad did a lot of his homes did he do a lot of the uh, building there he did a lot of developments in carmel and he started in, in indianapolis just kept moving further north sure um because he's a builder since he was like 19 but um in carmel i don't think he did woodland springs yeah. or any of those over there yeah he, he did a lot of other neighborhoods over on the east side of carmel and then west and all over but um so yeah, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't think he did Lakeshore. I just always remember too, yeah. and, and people that that have lived in areas that are being developed and growing, Carmel basically had its endpoint, which was pretty much 116th Street, 126 at the most. Uh-huh. You had the big, you know, the little plaza there with a Ben Franklin store hmm. and a Woodland Theater. And I remember the first time we went to to Mass at Our Lady of Mount Carmel, and my dad's driving, and he's driving. And he keeps driving, and it's just cornfields. And I go, uh, are you sure? You know? And all of a sudden, there you see a steeple way out nowhere. Right, right. Now you go, there isn't a spot of land that's not accounted for. Yeah, that's that's and, true. With and, that's my and, parish. Uh, I didn't know you went to Our Lady of oh, yeah. Carmel. Yep. Okay. Yep. And, and Carmel's now morphed into the city with the uh, largest number of roundabouts per capita. Is that correct? I think there's 142, yeah. and well, that's more and than any city in the uh, yeah. That gets us that yeah. To, yeah. to his day's oh, world record. Yeah. What, what, what's the oh. ratio? What's the ratio yeah. on the roundabouts? Uh, the ratio? One to is one, it, I think. One to There's one, one roundabout for every oh, citizen. Yeah. Saying, right. Well, they're putting them at the end of people's you. driveways, which is really <laughs> confusing people. It's like, do I, I back, really want to leave. Do I back out to the right or do I back yeah. out to the left? Where do I go? But so you what, get out of your driveway so much quicker. Dan mentioned you your, yes. your world record, so appreciate him doing that. So tell us a little bit about what inspired you to, to have this world record so folks can for, know about it. For what, going around one roundabout, is it? Right. right. Yeah. yeah. Well, actually, I learned the hard way that they just want to know, for world record purposes, how much time you spend in a roundabout. Oh, okay. The first year I did it, and this was kind of tied into a fundraiser I was doing for a cancer support community uh, to raise some more funds and uh, you know create awareness and good good stuff like that. The selfish part of me wanted the world record, but uh, <laughs> of course. But anyway, I I thought, well, I'll just see how many laps I can do, and so I did all these laps, and then they submitted it. And it was like we don't you know we don't care about laps. And I understand that a roundabout could be a different distance around. Yeah, mm-hmm. or it could so, be like a figure eight, which they they have a lot of those. Right, right. Which are confusing as really? all get out. Yeah, yeah. I can't even so, imagine. That. So you had so, to go with you had to go back and do time. Think well, about the time. I I waited a few uh, a couple more years or so, and then tied in with the fundraiser again. I uh, last year, last May, I did uh, time to beat some Australian guy. He had like four, just over four hours. So I had to stay on longer than that. Oh, did, you just, did, you just, did you just blow it away? Did you just do like an amazing amount of time? Or was it four well, hours? I'm glad you asked, Jim. It was four hours, 28 minutes, and six seconds. So uh, I was hoping to get myself a little bit of a, a safety net just so it wouldn't be immediately broken. So broken once, you hit the, once you hit the four-hour mark, were you just like just so thrilled that you were going to be a world record holder or what? Uh, Kind yeah, of dizzy. I should, I should have been. I wasn't. Yeah. I wasn't dizzy. People kept saying, "You, you, did you get dizzy?" 
And, I think uh, they were saying, did you get giddy? Oh, giddy. giddy. I was giddy. 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 Yeah. <laughs> so um, were the Guinness people there on site? No, they did did, we just had to submit it. And by uh, the way, I'm going to be totally transparent. It's not Guinness. They wanted nothing to do with this. Period. So it's a uh, wow. it's a poor man. It's a second whatever the second world record people. It's, it's PBR called record, world record, record setter. It's the, uh, it's, right. it's, the yeah. M- it's the MD twenty twenty record book. Yeah, yeah. It's it's Schlitz light uh, world record. It's, it's uh, but uh, yeah, it's called record setter. Anyway, it still counts. Okay. But they, well, of course, it, done with, that, it does with us, Dan. It, 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 it certainly does. You have with to. Us. Did you have to coordinate this with the Carmel police so they didn't arrest you for loitering or anything like that? Well, I, I did uh, work it out with the city just to make sure that uh, we were going to have a problem there. But uh, there's still some traffic on there. And at one point, uh, uh, halfway through, which is probably good because uh, then you're kind of like zoning out a bit, a, um, a FedEx truck was coming right at me, coming the wrong way on the roundabout. And so uh, that, that, was a, that was a nice... Uh, uh, polite way to tell tell me to, to, to wake up and be alert. So yes, what's uh, what's next though? Because obviously you know yeah. somebody's going to try to break the record. So right. you got to stay. Are you going to go for the five hour mark and kind of establish a plateau that probably no human being? I don't know if that'd be necessary. I already uh, have a. I already got a pretty painful UTI from trying to hold it too long. So I think uh, <laughs> I think we'll let four hours and twenty eight minutes uh, and six seconds. Uh, That's, it's those six seconds yeah. I think that really pushed yeah. it over. That's so what's going to yeah. so you Put him over the top. I'm, I'm mocking myself because I couldn't tell when I, my my kids and family. I didn't know. I don't know if they're uh, proud or ashamed. And yeah. and uh, <laughs> and uh, oh, not, sure it hasn't changed proud. me though. You guys can tell it hasn't <laughs> changed me. Occasionally, if uh, one of the kids backsasses me, I'll say, "Is that any way to treat a world record holder?" Or, um, Does that work? I did try to get a special parking spot at the at the uh, at the grocery store. Now that I think about it, sure, there you go. And uh, and that didn't work. They, they, no, you're the guy. You know, completely knocked over our, our pumpkin spice display last fall. We're not gonna. <laughs> so, uh, what were you driving? What was the, the vehicle you had? Oh, I, I used theirs. Uh, the cancer support community folks have a van. Nice. And because I found out the hard way with. Out even doing these world records, just living in Carmel, that that it's really hard in the tread of your tires to ride roundabouts, round, mm-hmm. roundabouts all the time. And so I prematurely had to buy a new pair of uh, I, I think a new these, set. I, I don't think, have a pair. Uh, I, I, I run on two tires. I think the rest of the, I, I can't speak for all these guys, but I think they might be into this. Maybe well, the five of us should mm-hmm. try to set a record, but we should all get Vespas and do mm. like. Twelve hours on a roundabout in ve- on Vespas. What do you think on s- scooters? What's a oh it's a scooter. Yeah, it's a scooter. It's a scooter. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. hard no. Is that a hard no? Hard yeah. no. Yeah. Really? Hard, hard no here. Hard no. Hard no. <laughs> so Dave and I'll do it. Yeah. How about I just I'll be, I, I'll be on the Vespa and I'll pull you in a wagon. Okay. <laughs> there we go. Sure. Yeah, as long as I can listen to my tunes. And so, uh, c- congrats. you got to keep us updated, because if you are going to do it again, we definitely want to promote it with uh, boomersofbeverages.com. Sure. Because, oh, you know, considering where the, the funds go to, uh, and it, absolutely, we want to make sure we stay I on think top I'll go, of that. I think next time I'll just try to do something that they like, even at Guinness, like maybe grow a, a, a beard of bees. I think I'll do that. I think I'll grow yeah, yeah, a beard yeah. of bees. Yeah, I'll be there you go, yes. Uh, All right. And uh, be that guy. <laughs> You know? Have you considered maybe the uh, world record for continuous watching of the Three Stooges? We know that you're a big Stooges Oh, well, that, that, would be, uh, that would actually be a pleasant world record for me to try to set. <laughs> uh, yeah, anybody that's, that knows Mr. Dugan knows that Dave is an aficionado of the Stooges, and I'm guessing that goes back to like for all of us when you were a kid. Because, well, and don't mm. forget the Cocoa Puffs, okay? I well, think that I is a that. very important part. Yeah, but I don't know if you had the, uh, Cocoa Puffs haven't always been part of it, right? Is that just something relatively new? And you're well, I think when I started uh, making this a weekly, if you want to call it that, uh, you know, post on Facebook and stuff, it was with Cocoa Puffs. And was there? I was kind of trying to go back to 
that childhood feeling, like when you get up on Saturday morning and you mm-hmm. watch the Stooges or uh, Coca Puffs. Well, I, I got it. that feeling or every time I read it. Pete's case, the Archies, but whatever you watch, <laughs> and you get the Cocoa Puffs, and uh, and it makes a full package for me. And it was right before the uh, uh, pandemic uh, uh, mm. hit. Yeah. That I started doing this, so it's over three years now. Three years ago, February, and uh, and then when that kind of happened, it became more important to me because it's yeah. like, well, now I'm looking for these kind of things to. Well, and it, it also of. reminded us of a time when the Stooges were the Stooges and they, they didn't work for the government, you know, so it was kind of nice when we had <laughs> there you go. The, the three Stooges. Not, yeah, I see what you're doing. Not the, the ones we, I didn't know we were supposed to do politics. That's, uh, Free drinks. We do. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, <laughs> I, I want to just do a quick uh, three Stooges with everybody here. Okay. Curly or Shemp? Artie. Uh, Curly. Dave? Uh, I cannot choose between the two because I think okay. Shemp is a is a genius in his own right. Yeah, uh, they're both too good. To, yeah, for me to pick one. I and really he like. had he had two runs because he was on it, and then Curly stepped. He was in. on it before they went to film. He yeah. was like a, the live uh, stooge, right? Back right. in the yeah. in the twenties and stuff when they started. And, and then, then Curly had the stroke tragically, and then Shemp the, came back. Yeah. yeah, and Shemp came back to to the to do the film stuff. But um, yeah, I think. Um, Shemp was actually, he went on to doing movies and stuff. Can you do mm-hmm. Yeah. And he was in like uh, W.C. Fields, The Bank Dick, and all kinds of <laughs> fairly well-known at the time movies as a supporting actor. I think he um, was also in the Hello, Dolly. Was I think he? It, yeah. I there was that. some big musical uh-huh. that I remember seeing him. So Dan, yeah. Curly, Shemp? You know, I'm going to say Joe Besser. <laughs> oh, Not because I really wow. prefer him, but just uh-huh. to show the depth of my Three Stooges knowledge, uh-huh. yeah. which is and that's as far as that's it goes. Great. But, but no, and plus words that have never been spoken were just spoken. No. By, yeah, I think you may be guy. right. Probably the first time Joe his name has been mentioned in Lord knows right. how long. That's right. Pete Molina, we'll move on from that. <laughs> I think I'm, I'm going to go with Larry. Oh no, oh. Curly or Shemp? I know. Larry's Cur- always Curly. Larry. Curly. Larry's very good, but yeah. I, yeah, we're only getting the two. Very, the un- very the two understated. He's a Larry was a trained violinist. I mean, he's a trained uh, really? musician. Yep. So I, I, did his, I did his grandson's birthday party. I did his grandson's Larry Fine's birthday. grandson's really yeah, Mike Mike Fine Mike Fine. Oh wow, that's right. Uh, in Louisville, uh, I didn't. That's better than anything I've ever done in my life. Tell me yeah. more about this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tom Sobel calls me and yeah. says, "I got the gig of your life." <laughs> oh really? Which Anthony M am I working at? So. He, he gets me down there to Louisville, and I go, whose birthday party is this? It's Larry Fine's grandson. I go, no. That's Larry amazing. Fine, the Three Stooges guy? Yes. <laughs> and he goes, I, I was going to put somebody else in there, but they asked for you. Wow. He saw me. He saw my show at the then Comedy Caravan, and uh, they put me in there, and I did 45 minutes and got a standing O, and it was in a dining room of a, of a, of a really good-sized restaurant down the street. And uh, I had the time of my life. And it was in I'll the middle bet. of the afternoon, about lunchtime. Wow. It was lunchtime. They all, all ate lunch, and then after lunch, everybody's, you know, pounding cocktails. And right. here's Artie. And oh, that's great. it was great. just one of the greatest yeah, shows I ever had. That's really cool. That's yeah, really cool. cool. Came across some uh, unusual trivia about the Stooges, because, you know, there's a lot of it out there. And I'm sure you've read about their, their, their careers. So, you know, originally, they weren't the Three Stooges. Right. Right. Because I know you know that. They, they went by Ted the name Healy Ted Healy. And the Stooges. Ted Healy was the... He was kind of the mo at first when they were on stage. Mm-hmm. He would beat up on all of them. Yes. Yep. Yeah. And uh, then you know Mo took over after Ted. Ted had some issues. Uh, huh. Yeah, apparently so. Because this is this was in this. Uh, hey, but he made money with those issues. <laughs> this was in this article I found on Mental Floss, which is a great website for trivia, just off the wall mm-hmm. stuff. So, so yeah, in the in the early twenties, Healy and the and the Three Stooges were 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 on stage performing. 
Uh, and apparently the Stooges kind of got burned out of him because I guess there were things when dealing with him, stuff that he was doing, uh, his attitude, drinking, became right. a problem. So apparently in, in 1937, this is a crazy story. It caught up with Healy. I don't know if you've heard this, but he had an argument with an associate yep. of mobster Lucky Luciano. <laughs> yes. Named uh, Pasquale. You don't want to start out with no. the, yeah. <laughs> named Pasquale de Chico. And yeah. Healy was beaten to death outside right. of a bar on Sunset oh my Strip. Goodness. I didn't know this. One of, the, uh, one of the guys who was there when he was beaten to death, actor Wallace Beery. Huh. I didn't know that part. And of it. Okay. future James Bond producer Albert Cubby Broccoli was an mm-hmm. eyewitness to this guy being killed. Wow. Nobody ever got charged for the crime, but this is what this is interesting. And give Shemp some kudos here. <laughs> uh, there were allegations that Shemp knew. You know, what about the, the encounter? They were never confirmed and they blame it on the fact that Shemp knew better than to talk about it because of the connection to Luciana. Oh so, really? Wow. Interesting. So, yeah, so a little Sopranos meets the yeah. Stooges. Is that not weird or what? Yeah. That is very strange, yeah. And then Adolf Hitler wanted him dead? I know that. Yeah. One of the Stooges oh, did? Because no, the... Moe does an incredible Hitler yeah. impersonation. Oh, he did a great oh. <laughs> They did. Okay. A, uh, they he did was, a, he was yeah. the leader of Moronica. Remember that? <laughs> yeah. he, was the, he was the head of Moronica. I've not seen that. I've seen Chaplin's Great Dictator. But well, I, it was a, they, did a 19, they did a short in 1940 called You Nasty Spy. Right. <laughs> that right. just sounds like the Stooges. So, <laughs> so apparently that did... That, yep. The Fuhrer was in a Fuhrer over that. So and and Mo like actually that. was before uh, Charlie Chaplin. Was it? Doing the, doing the Hitler thing. Yep. No mm. kidding. That's fascinating Yeah, stuff. no, he was on there. Uh, Hitler had what you would, I guess, called a... A uh, hit list or a, a uh, hit, Hitler whatever. list, <laughs> a bad black book, and um, and so yeah, the Stooges were on there. Wow. They also uh, this is this is fascinating too because you know they just they they did the Three Stooges they did a new movie within the last decade which I thought mm. they did a great job. I loved it. That uh, was very good. The guy that did Curly and I I'm, I'm sorry I got I, I his name I'll mention it in a second I thought it was superb. Mm-hmm. I never knew this till I was reading up about the Stooges trivia. That in 1973-74, Mel Brooks was going to make a Three Stooges movie. It was going to be Mel Brooks, uh, Marty Feldman, and Dom DeLuise. Oh, wow. And they ended up doing uh, Murder by Death. They ended up doing a whole other comedy, the three of them, all together. I don't know why he abandoned it, but... Dom DeLuise would have been a pretty good Curly. Yeah. Well, yeah. Will Sasso. I thought Will Sasso, Sasso yeah. yeah. He, was, he was the best Curly I've ever seen. He was, I thought, he was amazing. He was incredible. I always thought John Candy would have been a good Curly. Curly or Chris mm. Farley? Yeah. I've oh, never been a fan of Chris Farley. Oh. John Candy Uh-oh. is brilliant, brilliant but Uh-oh. not a fan of Chris Mr. Farley. Flying. Sorry. Yeah. No. Mr. Gonna Fly. He was <laughs> one of his favorites. What could have he been? Absolutely loves Chris Farley. Just like Belushi, what could have been, and then yeah. you know he did. It, I, yeah, he was amazing. If if Chris Farley wasn't fat, would he have anything yes. to do? I think yeah, he, he would. Was, yeah. I actually think he would. I, I just I, mean, I never thing, saw the whole thing. You have to see it. a van down by the river. Crack me up every time. That's funny. Yes. Brilliant improv actor. I mean, the stuff he did up at Second City in Chicago they still yeah. talk about today. and of course the Chippendale thing oh, the Chippendale thing but incredible. if he wasn't was if disgusting. he wasn't overweight would it have been funny um, he, was a, he was a good guy if, if I did it I'm just slightly overweight I think it would have been funny yeah, so, right. yeah right. I think it would have been funny uh, the, the eye poke <laughs> was actually from a real life incident Yes. Yeah. Well, See, playing, I love how you know this playing too. Playing cards. That's exactly right. right, Shemp, right. Shemp thought Larry was cheating, and he stood up at a card game and poked him in the eyes with his two fingers. And apparently, Mo made Mo a note of it. Thought it was hilarious. Uh, yeah, that yeah. was funny. Mo was the sound effect. Boink. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought that was pretty good stuff. Boink. Yeah. 
They used to make live appearances in the 50s and 60s. How cool would that have been? I saw them yeah. at the Mid-South Fair. No, in you, 19, really? 1963. So wow. I saw the whole Three Stooges, but it was not with Curly. It was with... Uh, well, one of the Joes. Joe Dorita. Joe Dorita, maybe? I think it was, yeah. Yes, it Curly was. Joe, Joe Dorita. Because that's, that's still one of the classic bits in the movie, Spinal Tap, when the drummer, all the drummers have yes. Joe in their name. It was you know? them. It was the Three Stooges. Because they kept going through drummers. We saw the Three Stooges and the Rifle Man, Chuck Connor. Oh, my God. Oh, really? Yeah. Isn't that funny? Well, so you got to see one. the Stooges, and I got stuck seeing it, uh, Adam West. <laughs> I would have at, loved at to have seen that when, when I was a kid. My dad oh, took man. me to see Batman, <laughs> and I got his autograph. And you did Larry's grandson. This should be on. We yeah. should be talking about That's you right. more. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just here the little known for the Ron the cocktails. I think it used to be on your resume, didn't it? No. <laughs> I have other things on my resume that are equally as stupid. This is kind of funny, though, because we're talking about the, uh, the, the the Stooges and all the stuff they did as far as the sorry. the I think I popped a nut. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. You, you need a, you need a, a brief <laughs> you had, break? You had to change that bag. Yeah. No, I'm good. <laughs> My chair was pinching me. Go it's ahead, just one of those times. No, it was me. It was me. Luckily, the video the video cameras aren't rolling on this episode. So right. We're good. One of, the, one of the Stooges actually had a no-violence contract clause. Did you know that? Uh, yes, it was Joe, Joe, Joe Besser. Besser. Yeah. Joe Besser. He did not want to be hit. Yeah. So why do you sign up for this yeah, gig? Yeah, I said, why did you show up for the audition? <laughs> Have you ever heard of the Three Stooges? <laughs> well, and here's what's funny. It says, so uh, he insisted the contract contained language prohibiting him from being abused to excess. And then it said, including anything pastry related. Uh-huh. Uh, no pie so throwing. Apparently no pie throwing. No pie face. throwing. Again. How, how, did, yeah. he get, how yeah. did he get the gig then? Pete, exactly. What's the deal, right? I don't understand it. But anyway, uh, also, when they re- when they went to uh, remake uh, the Stooges, I guess the the Ferrelli brothers were they did they eventually do it or were they just involved in the original attempt? You know, I thought guys, they were the ones that did it, but they, no, they, they, they were did the ones eventually. that did it. Okay, because yeah. yeah. of course they did Dumb and Dumber and all that. Mm. So this this is what I thought was crazy casting. So originally it was Sean Penn to play Larry, uh, Benicio mm. del Toro as Mo, and Jim Carrey as Curly. Uh, I remember that. That's, he, pe- that's people sitting in a room going, okay, okay. who could we think of? Right, no, no, right. no, no, no. Kerry, they, he, they, he agreed to gain the weight. He agreed to do like a De Niro Raging Bull thing. He, he was going to put <laughs> the weight on. To he play. was too tall. He can't be a skinny curly. Yeah. No, he was too tall. Who was but, the first one? Uh, it was uh, Sean, Sean Penn. Penn to play Larry. Oh, I don't see that at all. No, I know. I think the now. casting yeah. was perfect in that movie. Okay. Absolutely perfect. Never yeah. saw the guy. Never saw the guy before that played Mo. I can't yeah, remember his name. Yeah, Chris Diam. Some Greek name. Diamantopoulos? Something mm-hmm. like that. I apologize no. for butchering it. But Sean Hayes was Larry, yeah. right? And he mm-hmm. was on uh, what, the sitcom. Will and Grace. Will and Grace, right? Grace, Grace. right? Yeah. And then Will Sasso's gone on to do other stuff, but he yeah. was really good. One other thing I want to mention, and I, if you haven't been, I know you're going to go there, right? The Three Stooges Museum. Oh, yeah. I've never been there. In Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania, yeah. yeah. Pennsylvania. I was a uh, place for it. I used to get their newsletter, and it came from uh, Larry's uh, brother. Yeah. And mm. uh, I can't remember it was... Yeah, I can't remember his name, Lewis or what. It doesn't matter. But anyway, um, so I knew that the museum was there as well. It's in Ambler, Pennsylvania, 25 miles outside of Philly. Right. Uh, the, the museum's founder is Gary Lassen, who married Larry Fine's great niece in 1981. Mm-hmm. He has he acquired over 100,000 items related to the career of the Three Stooges. Yeah. Wow. And they have 3,500 pieces on display at any given time. Mm. They, there's a Hall of Shemp. Uh-huh. <laughs> and there's a and there's a game area with a whack a mo. <laughs> oh, I didn't know about that. That's Is that nice. awesome or what? I thought that's good. So there you go. Some well, stu- you know, uh, stu- stu- don't you think, Dave? Though this is the this is the uh, the icing on the cake is that 
you've watched them. What other show would you say ha- has this longevity with people? I mean, if you saw the Stooges as a kid, right. you're still watching them all your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I know people think well, that's because, you know, you watch it with your wife. She's like, are you crazy? What is Right. That? And that's the thing I was going to say, too, is uh, to me, it's a real red flag when somebody says they don't like the Stooges. They don't yeah. care. They don't think yeah. there's anything funny about them and all that. And you don't find a lot of women that, that are really big fans of the Three Stooges. So uh, Was that a deal breaker for you after it you It would did, have been a deal breaker, after, but yeah, she likes it. Like and, after she, you, and she can take an eye poke, too. I'll that's, you know. that's good to know. So, uh, I just didn't know after you did a show, and this, you know you know, you know how the women used to come right. up to you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if, if you would throw that at them, and as soon as they said right. that, Tell me everything you know about Shep, and then see if it goes somewhere. Yeah. yeah there you go. Yeah. But uh, I, when I was living in California, uh, one of the, the biggest earthquakes that I uh, went through out there uh, where things really start shaking off the shelf and you kind of wonder is this uh, going to really is this going to be it because mm. you don't know when it's going to stop that was pretty frightening but um, I had a lot of Three Stooges uh, collectibles and so my uh, Mo, Larry and Curly uh, were on top of the entertainment center and they uh, they came uh, toppling oh, down yeah. uh, Larry's head actually I think actually on the way down I heard him go <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Did they break? Were these those big head well, statues that were popular? I did have to have Larry's head repaired. Yeah, it, it, it split mm. it open pretty were those, good. Those th- remember the statues that were popular? With the, the heads were big and they That's had the little bodies. Those are the ones. They're yeah. kinda, you could yeah. get them down at that cigar shop down in Broadway. Yes, exactly. I remember that place. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I love those things. Those yeah. were cool, weren't they, for yeah. a long time? Yeah. And Larry was always the best one of those. I mean, of those statues. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was good stuff. So, you, know, so you, you, you did Crackers, kind of flipping back to the comedy thing. Oh, okay. But I want to talk about when you made that, because I remember... Uh, a TV segment on you when you had just gone to L.A. Oh. And it was such a big deal. This indie guy is going mm-hmm. out to L.A. Of course, Letterman was already there. But it's right. kind of like you were kind of like the heir apparent. You're the next Dave going out there and stuff. So uh, tell, tell well, me a little bit. Well, that went belly up, didn't it? <laughs> 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 For those of you listening at home, Dave just pounded his beer. <laughs> you're, supposed, you're supposed to crush no. the can like Dreyfus did on top of Jaws. You yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. You Am I that. remembering it correctly that I saw you on Arsenio? Uh, yeah, I did that a, okay. a couple times. That's what yeah. I thought. That's what I thought. Well, and you did the warm-up and for uh, uh, Full House. Yes. Audience warm-up for Full House. Hardest job I've ever had. Yes, I did, for about a season. Is that a tough yeah. gig? Oh, that was so oh. hard. So yeah. what, what made it so difficult? Because they, they didn't they didn't want to see you or anyone else. They just well, wanted there for the show or what? That's part of it. I was I mean, I was grateful to to get the chance to, to, to do that. And, uh, and it was only because of being friends with Bob Saget and, and Dave Coulier. Because I don't think if they'd said something about having me do the warm-up, uh, it would have ever happened. But first of all, the producer didn't really like like what I was saying huh. uh, too much. And uh, didn't feel like I was... And I'm not a very good cheerleader type, so I think he wanted that. He didn't mm-hmm. care about the humor. He just wanted somebody to get everybody all pumped up. And um, so sometimes it went pretty well, but I would say that... Uh, uh, the most trying time was... Because they have the twins, the, uh, the, the uh, Olsen, Olsen girls. Twins, yeah. yeah. And so they really relied on that because they were so little back then, just toddlers and stuff, that if something happened and one of them got fussy, they'd bring out the, I like to call it the, the, the stunt double twin. The other, <laughs> one, the other one would mm-hmm. come out and take mm-hmm. over. But then this one episode, they were both fussy. Oh, boy. Uh-huh. And this, ep, you know, it's a 22-minute show uh, when it's all said and done, three and a half hours into it. People are so restless in the bleachers, and I'm supposed to be the one telling them, you know, it's going to be okay. Hey, we're st- more fun's coming, you know, that yeah. kind of stuff. Oh, wow. And uh, so that's what I mean by being challenging. Yeah, I mean, you, could tough, say, yeah. you could say everything, and at the point of that, nobody wanted to even 
do just, anything but they yeah. get the heck out. And they wouldn't let anybody leave. They were really strict about Did it. Did you ever Nobody do any <laughs> research on how to do that? Uh, because not, I, I, not really. I thought about that. I thought about that. How, You'd be good I, at how do you up. know to go in and get yeah. it done? Yeah. But you do. You need to be a cheerleader. Well, I also right. think, too, don't you? Because I remember when I first did uh, the Tropicana in Vegas, and the comics would tell me, you, you will never have. And this was also the same. <laughs> they said this about working in Orlando, close to Disney World. you got to keep in mind, this is the most diverse audience you will ever perform in front of. Because you've got mm. people from all over the world. That's true. Yeah. At, that are going to try to relate to your material. Right, and you've got people because they usually just hand out tickets on the street to mm-hmm. go into the tapings in L.A. Mm-hmm. So you that mix in the audience—that's yeah. not your typical comedy audience, right? You know, and here you are thrown to the wolves, you know. So that yeah. I, I get it, <laughs> you know. Yeah, it would be a challenge, but I, there's guys I think that do it almost for a living out there. Oh yeah, still, yeah. You know, with the, I mean, with there's definitely an art to it of some sure. sort, but you don't. I don't think you get to do your most creative material in front of that kind of audience. You, you're going to have to keep it pretty general. Yeah. You feel like you and came, I didn't you, do that. You feel like well. you came close to Letterman Carson, where you where you toyed with it all. Did they ever kind of wet your whistle and say, "Yeah, we're thinking about having you come to a," you know? I mean, where where'd you get with that? Because I know you. Oh, you, you mean do do as, the show? As far as the shows go, because well, I, I know I, you stuck with it for a while. Before I would have loved to have uh, done the Tonight Show when Johnny Carson was still the host. Yeah. I mean, that was definitely. But there was a lot of politics, and again, I I was a hayseed. I mean, there's a lot of things, uh, stories I could tell <laughs> you on a whole different that. episode about yeah. going from Indiana to Hollywood or whatever you're going to call that, and the things I did that were uh, learning situations. But um, but I did, as you already mentioned, the Arsenio Hall show. Yeah, which was huge then, mid-80s, the right? the talent coordinator from yeah. The Tonight Show was really coming to see my showcase, and he was really watching me. Well, that mm. that put, I didn't know they had a, a big, like you do, Arsenio, you're not going to do our show. Oh, so, great. And Arsenio Hall at the time had better ratings than anybody. I mean, yeah. he, when he was huh. at the, you know, the first couple of years there, um, he drew a lot of audience. So I guess they just took that. And you know, there's a, a whole different thing about yeah. Joan uh, Rivers when she did her show and she was kind of got the blackballed by the by the mm. Tonight Show and everything. So wow. there's a lot yeah, of stuff going on bummer, like that. Right? Yeah, so, that was a tough time. That's, yeah, yeah. That's too bad. But you also had the dawn of a lot of the cable comedy shows, too. You had, you know, Showtime, HBO. Mm-hmm. They were all doing comedy right. shows as well. So, I mean, there definitely was a lot of opportunity. Did you did you have any guys you rubbed elbows with that you really were grateful you got to meet, you know, between the comedy store, the improv, other oh, clubs Oh, yeah, all out those there? guys. I mean, Pretty so much all of them. them. I, I don't want to act like I hung out with all these folks at all, but... Uh, conversations on a you know semi regular basis at, with Sam Kinison or wow. Louis Anderson and that's folks awesome. Like that. That's good stuff. Um, Richard Pryor. No, only met him. Yeah, briefly. Wow. I mean, I just went up. He it's all good. Up. That's still amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not very starstruck, and I don't yeah. like to put people in that situation. But I thought I got to say hi because yeah. this would be the only oh, chance yeah. probably to say it. And I think he already might have been getting a little uh, ill because he yeah. was, he was kind of a timid sort anyway. Sometimes when he wasn't on stage. Hmm. But you know, I could tell he was. Uh, but he was doing new material that week, and uh, the and the comedy store. If you were Richard Pryor, you went on when you wanted to go on. She has a she had a list, but if you you know Robin Williams comes in and he wants to do a yeah. set at nine ten, and you were scheduled nine ten, I mean you're you're gonna yeah, wait. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, th- I think uh, I think, that's I think Mark if, Price, Pete and I, Mark Price. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, always, he would always interrupt Skippy my shows. For family no time. Really? Yeah. He interrupted my shows in three different cities. Uh-huh. I'm Mark Price. I'm Skippy. Yeah. Sure. Well, then Skippy, come right on in. Come you on. Don't mind that, Skippy goes You do there. have your name painted on the comedy store. I am so right? surprised it hasn't been painted over. Since, oh, yeah? I mean, that's yeah. awesome. 
I, I remember. I, it's I still got a prime I, I know spot that. there. It's well, because right. I think it's Dennis Dugan, not Dan. Is that what it is? Uh, okay. <laughs> That's right. Max Dugan. From so, a distance. They just yeah. glance at it. They don't pay <laughs> right. attention to was it. That? So. Max Dugan. Oh, Max that Dugan. That was your son. My son is Max. Max yeah, yeah, Max Dugan. Well, but, Max Dugan was a movie. Too. Yes, Max exactly. Dugan returned. Well, we didn't Jason name him after that. No? How'd you get the name Max? We just liked the name. We just wanted kind of a short... Masculine name like we went with Hank or Max; those were the kind of the final two, mm. and we went Max because at the time Comedy Store, I'm sorry, Comedy Channel. I'm sorry, what I'm, I'm back to the Comedy Store for a second. Comedy Channel uh, had uh, had uh, you know South Park, oh, and mm. Hanky Poo <laughs> was yeah. a character that That's was uh, reoccurring, yeah. and we thought he's going to get teased at school if uh, if the kids yeah. know about Hanky. So we named him Max. Anyway, that's that's a short mm. version. So or, tell me how you're how, how are you dealing with uh, the woke cancel culture stuff in this day and age with going out? Because you still have an active schedule. You're doing shows all the time, and uh, well, I don't want to act like you, they're all the time. I mean, but, it gets it gets a little. Do you more notice the audience are it's a little tougher, a little more challenging? Uh, not so much. No. Good. Think about I mean, it, think about his act, Jim. He doesn't yeah. do anything that's really over the edge. I mean, he's yeah, but you know he's people are funny. Real, he's people are fragile. Funny. Yeah, they're fragile. Well, they can't be they are fragile. fragile to, I've done a few things. Do got a problem. God. <laughs> I've done a, a, you know, and I don't want, I don't want to, um, I really don't want to censor myself or no. uh, I don't think anybody should. Nope. No, I think this you. is one of the, the last, uh, you know, whatever you want to call well, it. Uh, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? Not bastos. Yeah. Yeah, for, yeah. for comedians. And people say the, that still. The last right? bastion of freedom. There you go. Free, Something free like speech. that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I didn't want to get quite I mean, that dramatic, but I if you put see... that behind music, what you said, Pete, was effective. Well, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> But but your stick about Dugans aren't losers. The oh. losers who come to your audience could very well be offended that you're making a point of not being like them. <laughs> there you, there you go. Yeah. There yeah. you go. I'm a loser, and yeah. you made me feel bad. Yeah. <laughs> Dave, so now that you're, you're still performing, uh, do you have the, some of the people that you work for, and you do some corporate work, I believe, do you, do they ever give you, so you can't talk about this? Oh, yeah. This, yeah. So, oh, yeah. I've had some real strict ones. and one And sometimes these corporate shows, which... You know, are supposed to be our what really pays the bills. Uh, if you get into it, um, are not that pleasant to do. I mean, I've I've yeah. liked some of them quite a bit, but there's one I did. Um, it was over in and uh, uh, I don't know why details are important to me all of a sudden, but it was uh, it was over there in Effingham, and uh, <laughs> so you know my career was going okie dokie, and then uh, it was a big corporation, and I had you know pretty strict what I could say and not say and all that yeah. stuff. And I was going to, you know, I was going to abide by it. It wasn't that big of a deal. Um, I mean, it wasn't, it didn't feel like censorship. It just felt like stuff they didn't want to talk about. And then before me, I didn't know this. They put on one of their employees. It was a Christmas party oh, and no. he was Santa and he was a dirty Santa. He said, <laughs> oh, boy. unbelievable, oh, insulting things mm -hmm. to, the, to the ladies in the audience and just the language was bad. And then I got to go up right after him. Wow! And uh, that was one. Yeah, that was very. That was very uncomfortable. That was one of the worst. Yeah, that's that's uh, not a that's not a good thing. Shows I've ever had experience. <laughs> so so with. he was worse than Billy Bob Thornton. He wasn't. Oh yeah, on that yeah. level. Yeah, I wonder yeah. If he, he's, he's probably a worse bad Santa. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's hard, hard to imagine that, right, yeah. Dan? So uh, Dave Dugan, just real quick, if you can, tell oh. everybody where to get info because I know you got your your, your uh, social media stuff where people can keep track of your shows and what you're doing. Oh, okay. I most of that's on Facebook, I guess. Oh, or my so website. You, you have so, to, though the website would be good. But anybody, uh, you know, Dave Dugan, uh, Carmel, that's all you have to do to, to find me on Facebook. Okay. All right. And, and what about the website? It's uh, DaveDuganComedy.com. Nice. Uh, you are creative. And we, <laughs> how about that? 
a lot of meetings. And someday I need to update it. But yeah, I've got a, a there's a few Sweet. interesting shows this summer. But I, I don't want to, I never feel like I'm working enough. So when you, you're kind to say you're still really working and stuff, but it's, it's, uh, it's you yeah. have to really, really yeah. hustle to even get some yeah. shows on the calendar. Not sometime. like the 80s and 90s when it right. was just overflowing. It was a, right. it was definitely a good time to be a comedian. But Dave, we uh, obviously, we're, we're just grateful that we yeah. could get you on here. I'm glad to be with, here. With your busy I, schedule, because I know you have a lot of things that you're, you, you, this is no. race week in India as we're recording, and yeah. I know people want pictures with you, they want to do stuff with you. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> 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 hey, we, we already did that. Uh, we already did all the pictures. So, uh, <laughs> it's like, Jim, shut up. It's whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but you guys should, uh, I think that, and I already mentioned it off uh, mic here, but I'm going to try to work on this because uh, there's a theater that I have in mind where it would be great to have all you guys on. Yeah, oh, yeah. And do a, awesome. a, a, a live uh, Boomers. Will we be, uh, uh, will we be a lot of fun. Will we yeah. be Dugan's Four Stooges? What will we, what will we build what it, it as? Be. You know? I don't know what. There's so much we have to do. You know, no, we have I to don't go. work Thursdays. So okay. when you're playing, just... Okay. Just, is that right. a religious thing? It is. Probably. Okay, so... Uh, <laughs> So we should all uh, uh, band together now that after the Stooges talk and actually go out to Los Angeles and see the Stooges grave sites. Uh, and wow. then we should get on our Vespas and do what you want to do. I like there it. Right. I, I think I've just planned Remember our that? year, right? That, yeah, yeah, maybe. Let's, let's stick to our guns. It's good to have Dave Dugan, thank so you. Thank yeah. you, guys. Appreciate you being here. Pete Molina, thanks for stopping in. Always a pleasure. I think thanks we, for being part of this one. I think we really turned people's lives around with this. I, I think I we have we did. And, I, and you I also helped. PBR sales quite a bit too. I'm sure so, I did. It's very good. And you crushed the can. I'm amazed at your strength. Yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't know if this was going to go. How is this going to go? I actually left my car idling. But, uh, but thank you for. <laughs> Just in case you had to leave quickly. <laughs> kind of. Dan Davis, good to see you, man. Good, good to, to be here. Hardy Widgery, thank you, sir. Uh, yeah, that's fantastic. <laughs> that's very good. Beep, 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 beep. We always like to uh, always end. <laughs> that's it. I always like to. I, I, I seen it set, now I know where you're going with that. Okay, so sorry you. about that. We, we <laughs> want you back to talk about those things <laughs> you didn't want to discuss about the journey in comedy. And we you know, we're thinking about doing like an after hours boomer show. Okay. Yeah, a little more well, salacious. What I want to oh, talk okay. about. <laughs> titillating. I think right. Right. Yeah. I want to so, talk about Dave the movie. Dave Dugan is always who you go to for salacious and titillating. You know how much fun that was. So we always like to leave with a quote to go, and I'm going to leave you with one from the brilliant Bob Newhart, who said, I don't like country music, but I don't mean to denigrate those who do. And for those who like country music, denigrate means to put down. (laughs) (laughs) So until next time, check out our website, boomerswithbeverages.com, and uh, we can't wait to talk to you again on our next podcast with Boomers with Beverages. Thanks for choosing Boomers with Beverages. Recording engineer, Art Baker. Announcer and audio editor, yours truly, Dan Davis. Showrunner and distributor, Taylor Scott of iPodcastPro.com.